Matrix Breakers are dedicated to leaving a legacy for others to follow. This is the final principle we should live our lives by because without it, our thoughts, deeds, and actions will just fade away. All of us should desire to be remembered for the things we stood up for and the work we completed during this life. Leaving a legacy is about leading others even after you're dead and gone. We should all look forward to building a team and a family of principled people. This is the purpose of this podcast, to leave a legacy or blueprint in order to create fundamental understandings of how to live your best life. Many leaders in history have left a legacy for the future. It's these legacies that built our civilization. But in today's podcast, we will also learn how there is always a shift in leadership leading civilization in the wrong direction. That is the matrix we face in today's world. Our responsibility as matrix breakers is to turn the tide back into the principled direction to literally save our civilization. Many people are currently doing that right now, but it only exists in pockets and small groups. I am looking forward to the overall growth and awakening of many more people over the next few decades. I believe there is an acceleration occurring as we speak toward a better, brighter future. I will be once again referring to a book called Resolved by Oren Woodward. If you enjoy the podcast, please leave a rating, review, and feel free to share this with your family and friends. If you have any specific questions about the podcast or the products I offer, you can always reach me directly at matrixbreakers at gmail.com. Now, let's begin. What, after all, this is a legacy. A person's legacy, one that will stand the test of time, is living the principles within these podcasts and sharing them with the next generation. The objective is to provide an environment, a culture, for others to quote-unquote school themselves and build the leaders of tomorrow. Leaders who build these 10 principles into their lives are able to model the standard of excellence from which newer leaders can learn. This helps every leader gain strength and confidence for his life's mountain climb. Successful people, the legacy builders, refuse to place people on mountaintops. Instead, they build bridges at every chasm on the mountain trail, helping the next generation advance. Just notice that difference there. It's not about bringing people to the top with you. It's about leaving those breadcrumbs. It's about leading other people to creatively um, allowing them to you know, get to the mountaintop, right? To have that successful life, to create that great family, to do well in their job, 
to do well in their businesses, right? That's this idea. In reality, the biggest gift a generation can give to the next generation is a leadership legacy, a leader's example and teachable moments used in mentoring the next generation on how to maintain, if not increase, the positive growth current are more valuable than any of the temporary perks of money, fame, or power. Money, fame, and power in reality hinder the process of personal growth by fooling people into believing they have already arrived at the destination when the truth is they haven't even begun the journey. This explains again why success is the journey, not the destination. So we're looking at trying to help other people maintain the positive growth. Okay, we want to have them on the positive current, if you will. So if there's a current, it's definitely changing. And this is the current I was referring to in the beginning of the podcast, which is it could be a negative current, but it also could be a positive current. So this is what we have to take into consideration. Okay, so there are three types of of liberty. Okay, Uh, the founding fathers and mothers were men and women of resolve. Now we're talking about America, so the founding fathers of America here. Uh, They lived the principles that are discussed in these podcasts, making mistakes but learning from them in the process. Because they lived their resolutions, they freed themselves from the day-to-day grind of working in order to eat. They focused instead on their purpose, working to fulfill it and leaving in their wake a, a legacy of liberty, for the future generations. Washington, Franklin, and Edwards responded to the challenges of their time by helping reverse the current of decline in their day. Each of them contributed greatly to the liberties that America and the West as a whole have enjoyed for two centuries. So there's a current of decline, but then there's also a positive current. That's what he's referring to when he's mentioning current or flow. However, the current has reversed again. Leadership, and thus liberty, is declining in the West. Where are today's Washingtons, Franklins, and Edwards to answer the call of leadership? The three freedoms needed for society to be restored are, number one, spiritual liberty. Number two, political liberty. And number three, economic liberty. Now, mind you, this book was written back in uh, 2012. So this gives you an idea of where he was in his head thinking. It's not a coincidence that political and economic freedoms are resulted from improved spiritual freedoms since they stand or fall together. Spiritual liberty was fought for and won in the West several hundred years ago, beginning with the Reformation. Spiritual autonomy means that no one can force a person to believe against his conscience. Each person must stand or fall based on his own beliefs and actions before the Almighty God. Free dialogue and discussion are encouraged while tyranny and force are not part of freedom. Everyone has the responsibility to learn 
what spiritual freedom means in his life. In other words, know why you believe what you believe. Since man is free before God, a corollary that follows is that man is free before his fellow man, bound only by the rule of law. The rule of law describes a society in which law is king. Everyone, whether rich or poor, follows the laws of the land, which follow the laws of God and human nature. Where law rules, oppression and dictatorship cannot satisfy their every whim. But when tyrants rule, the rule of law is quickly destroyed. The United States Constitution was an attempt to bind the government to follow the rule of law, hindering governmental oppression and arbitrary violence against the citizens. Imagine what that is like today. Lastly, liberty means economic freedom. The freedom to buy and sell without needless regulations and interventions from governments. The freest people in the world lived in Western Christendom, from the end of the 18th century until the beginning of the 20th century. For nearly 150 years, Western man was allowed the spiritual, political, and economic freedom to flourish. It's not surprising that the greatest increase in prosperity occurred during this era. However, liberty is waning as leaders have stopped creating positive cultural currents and the ever-present five laws of decline are reversing them. For liberty to reign again, a group of men and women must relearn the power of resolutions, applying them into their lives and reversing the, current, the currents of decline, not only for their own liberty, but also for the enhancement of the next generation's freedoms. This is the epitome of what this podcast is about. It's all about recreating the current of positive flow, of liberty, opening people's eyes to the Western cultures and the idea that we are all free and that we have to maintain these freedoms. And the United States Constitution is guaranteeing these freedoms for all of us. So for any of those people who want to disregard the Constitution or who want to, you know, um, disregard our past as, you know, um, racist or horrible or in contempt, well, you're actually doing a disservice to the freedoms that provided for all of the greatest achievements during that 150 years. We talk about it in the financial matrix, but the 1913 Federal Reserve Act is pretty much what ended economic prosperity and economic liberty throughout. So if you want to check out that podcast and you have not listened to that one, definitely um, go back and listen to that. So autonomy is the liberty to choose responsible actions. While license is absolute freedom, that leads to chaos because license isn't tempered with responsibility. So he's using a um, an example when talking about license. So it's like a driver's license, okay? Liberty, then, is not license. The rules of the road serve as an everyday life example of the difference between liberty and license. Although people have the liberty to go anywhere they choose, they do not have the license to drive on any side of the road or to switch back and forth freely on a whim.
The liberty-loving driver is responsible for following the rules of the road, regardless of whether a police officer is watching, because he knows that his being responsible provides freedom for all to enjoy the roads. For without this responsibility, by demanding license rather than liberty, chaos will ensue. Cars would crash into one another since not everyone is following the rules of the road. The irony for those people, or for those who demand freedom for license, is that when it's granted, all people lose their liberty to drive the road, becoming too fearful of reckless drivers demanding license. In the same way, society must be designed under the rule of law. Self-evident rules of society that have worked for many millennia. Ordered freedom lifts a society upward, which or while disordered license destroys everyone's freedom, creating a situation in which force must be used to end chaos. Viktor Frankl discussed or described it thus, quote, Freedom is only part of the story and half the truth. That is why I recommend that the Statue of Liberty on the East Coast be supplanted by a Statue of Responsibility on the West Coast. For a society to be free, then it must also be responsible for creating leaders. Uh, two things I want to say about that is if you had all the freedom in the world, you have your free will, right? But if your free will infringes on other people's free will, then it's not actually freedom. Because you are infringing on someone else's life or lifestyle, right? And so that's not true freedom. There has to be rules in place or a law in place for there to be balance and true liberty. There has to be a third party. Does that make sense? This is best explained when looking at your, your siblings and how your siblings will battle and fight all the time and you know you guys are free to think whatever you want about each other and you hate each other, you love each other, whatever, right? Well, guess who becomes the rule of law whenever you're young and you're you know running around the house? Usually your parents will become the rule of law. They will become the arbitrary of rules and they will basically say, no, this is wrong, this is right. And, you know, y'all need to quit fighting. Y'all need to quit hitting each other. And they are basically the authorities in that situation. And so with that being said, yes, we believe in liberty 100%. But we also believe in free will of others and not infringing on each other's liberties. We don't want to infringe on someone else's rights or someone else's freedoms. And then the second part is this Viktor Frankl um, who wrote the book Man's Search for Meaning. I actually met the people who are building the Statue of Responsibility right now outside of San Diego. They're going to be doing it there on the West Coast. Um, and the pro I believe the project starts in 2020. And if you ever want to know more about that, I have the website and all of it. It's really, really, really interesting. I actually met the sculptor of that entire operation. So anyways, it is random, but it is funny how um, this book is, is explaining what Viktor Frankl was wanting. But and I actually met the people who are building that statue. So anyways, moving on, and we're going to finish up with this part of the book here, and we'll go back into uh, just my thoughts on this entire thing. By reviewing the pool analogy again, a person can see that the difference between leaders and followers in the pool is the responsibility accepted for the direction of the current. 
Followers naturally move with the current, regardless of whether the current is flowing in the proper direction for leadership growth. Leaders are different. They are rascals and know that following a current of decline, no matter how easy, is just wrong. Leaders follow an inner compass, determining which direction the current should be flowing and making a stand against the current and the crowd if necessary, and typically it is necessary. Standing against the current, which is breaking the matrix, is a brave act. Moving against the current is the beginning of leadership, and forming a team of people willing to move against the current is what top leaders do. Only a few leadership teams run against the current and encourage others to do the same. Literally, reversing the current of decline and creating a current of progress. This is the pinnacle of leadership, which is reached by only a select few. As the old saying goes, any dead fish can float downstream, but it takes a live one to swim against the current. It takes leadership at the uppermost echelons to reverse the current of decline. Learning to reverse the current and sharing the leadership principles needed to do so with potential future leaders is the only way to continue to progress against the currents of generational decline. This is a true legacy worth leaving to posterity. Now, this is so very true and explains in its simplicity what this podcast is really all about. It's really about creating that legacy really shifting the current from decline to prosperity, right? We want to go towards the prosperous reality. And I really strongly believe based on what's happening all over the world that we are looking at the largest, most incredible changes uh, in a positive direction. And so what I wanted to do with this podcast was take people along the ride to clarify who the good guys are and the bad guys and doing it in a very neutral and third-party perspective. That is another purpose to this podcast. But you'll learn soon enough that there's a lot of reasons for this awesome podcast. I think it's going to be beautiful. Uh, and I would like to invite anybody who's listening, at least to this uh, to this degree, uh, this long into this particular podcast, I'm impressed. Um, and I want to invite you to join me on this podcast and share what your truth is with the world. Um, and, you know, I will collectively gather a bunch of people's opinions and thoughts on on certain very, very important issues in the world, and we can have those awesome discussions and talk about solutions. That's the key, right? So we're moving more into a prosperous direction by, you know, acknowledging each other and really um, trying to decipher through what's true and what's untrue. You know, we hear a lot about fake news. It's not necessarily that the news lies, which they definitely do. They are a part of the matrix, right? Operation Mockingbird. But it's about what they don't cover more than anything. It's about what they do not cover. Does that make sense? It's the information that you find in books. It's the information that you find in history. It's the information that you're finding all over um, the world currently 
that you're not actually listening to on CNN or MSNBC or Fox News. It's what's actually happening on the ground. And that is something that I encourage all of us to take a look at. Some of us have experienced what's really going on in the world. And that is something that's uh, admirable in my opinion because it's always breaking the matrix, right? So that's what it's all about. We want to create the courage now to leave that legacy so that when we move on from this life, we're able to really um, provide something for the future generations. We want to make a difference and we want to make sure that the, the people who want to read about you or they want to listen to you or they watch videos of who you are and what you did, that they are encouraged to live in those principles. Principles don't change. Values tend to change. Okay, values change. You know, if you value going out and hooking up and hanging out, your values change whenever you get into a relationship, right? So you have different values. Well, I value a relationship. I value being in, uh, committed. You know, I value commitment. Um, and then same thing goes for um, many different aspects of life. Values can change, you know, when you have a kid versus when you're not, you know, when you don't have a kid. I mean, all those values will alter and, and change around as you go. Uh, but principles are something we could constantly live by. And so these 10 principles that we've discussed in season two of Matrix Breakers are principles that are never going to die. Uh, they are principles that are valuable no matter what. They are uh, they beat the test of time, if you will. So thank you for joining me on this journey. You guys, um, you know, I sell products online um, through my website at Longevity. That's how I want to fund my entire podcast and operation and future endeavors. Um, I make money doing that. It's uh, really incredible products. Uh, they're able to ship straight to your door. Um, you don't really have to go to the store or get anything. And it's a great way to fund yourself uh, if you're doing anything on your own, by the way. So if you guys are out there already sort of doing entrepreneurial activities, definitely reach out to me. Uh, ask me about what I do as well and how that can actually help you fund your dreams and your goals because that's what I'm doing with the company I work with. And so, guys, if you, you're already, already drinking coffee, if you uh, if you brush your teeth, you know, you got toothpaste, if you uh, love energy drinks, um, if you like nutrition and you want to feel better, and if you like different aspects of your health and you want to get healthier or you want to lose weight, you want to do things and you want to stop doing the BS on Instagram and stop you know, listening to other BS things out there, you know, you want real quality products, you're not going to find stuff at HEB. Oh, well, I guess that's uh, the local grocery store in Texas, but you're not going to find things in your grocery store that are actually going to make a real change in your health and in your life. You're, you're going to find them through uh, companies like the one I work with. And I can explain this all in detail, but guys, check out the store. I'll leave the link on all of the podcasts and the details. So you can just check it out. Go buy something. Buy a bag of coffee. They're doing a buy one, get one. That's why I've been promoting it big time. It, it's literally buy one, get one, guys. Um, and the reason why that is because all the profits go to the charity that the company works with. So if you're curious about that, check it all out uh, through my website. Go through my website. You'll be able to get access to a wholesale price um, only doing that. Uh, so that's definitely recommended, obviously. So other than that, guys, I appreciate you tuning in. If you enjoy this podcast, leave a rating and leave a nice comment. Um, a lot of people are probably going to listen in the future. They might be negative because I might be talking about, you know, fluoride in the water and they might like fluoride. I don't know. So the point is that, um, you know, I'm going to have some pretty open discussions and you're going to see a lot of people become really negative and try to, um, 
deter people from listening to this. Believe it or not, I feel that. This is the world we live in. Um, but I believe also that there's good people out there. And uh, if you're still listening to this, for example, I believe you're probably an awesome person. Feel free to reach out. Feel free to share this with other people. Um, and I'll see you guys over on season three where we get into some more detailed, awesome discussions of how to break the matrix. Peace for now, guys.